Hi, I'm Jillian, and you are listening to the Mindset of Podcasting, where we not only talk about the technical side of launching and managing your podcast, but also about building your confidence in yourself and the power of your voice. Your business and your podcast depends so much on your mindset. So I will be diving deep into the mindset blocks and issues that we go through when starting and running your own podcast so you can feel confident in your message and in your voice. It's time to listen in and feel confident about yourself and your podcast. Welcome back to the Mindset of Podcasting. I want to start this episode with a trigger warning. We are talking about the school shooting that happened in Texas. At the time of this recording, it was the day before. And my guest today is a medium, so we were talking about her connection with that, the energy that we all feel with this event that has happened. So I just wanted to give a trigger warning before this, if that is something you don't need to hear right now, if you are protecting your energy, if it it is a hard subject. So I do understand if you want to skip this episode, but Dominique, my guest, gives so many great insights into how we can heal by using our voice and connect to the other side during this time. So my guest is Dominique O'Gorman. She is a medium, and as far back as she can remember, she has been able to connect to the other side. Grief and loss are something we are all faced with, and Dominique tries to help others find healing through our connections. So it is a really good episode, but I did just want to start off with saying it is kind of a heavier episode, but I hope that you listen in. Please DM me and let me know your thoughts, and I would just love to hear from you. So listen in. Hi, Dominique. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. So I would love, before we get started, is for you to tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. So my name is Dominique O'Gorman. I work as a medium and soul engineer. Um, I connect people that have crossed over with their loved ones that are still on this plane. My goal is to help people find healing and build their soul bridges from here to there. I love that. That's beautiful. I've actually had my own experience with connecting with past loved ones. And it's just, it's very comforting to know that there's, you know, (laughs) that you know, yes, there's more. That's that's the word I'm looking for. So I know you do a lot of sessions for people and today is kind of a heavy day for a lot of us. Yesterday was the school shooting in Texas. How as a medium do you, with your connection to the other side, how does this affect you like I know a lot of us are feeling the energy and feeling heavy but I would imagine since you have that connection maybe even more so it's always heartbreaking when so many souls pass it's 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 tragic when these big events happen but especially when they're children it feels like we can all feel our souls shaking from it it's absolutely horrendous the beautiful part of it is that when these souls leave they are no longer feeling that fear that they were feeling those last few minutes what my soul hurts for is the families that are left here grieving that, that rips me apart and I cannot fathom. And I would never want anyone to ever have to experience what these families are experiencing. I just hope one day, one day, it's not going to happen overnight that they will know that their babies are not scared anymore. They're not hurting anymore. Those moments before are done and that they are always going to be with them. They're never going to leave their families but absolutely the the families are crushing my soul right now to even think about it's, it's horrible. Yeah. And I think that's, what's beautiful about your work is eventually when they can 
come to talk to you that they can get that closure that, you know, knowing that the babies are at peace, which is hard. Like you said, I don't even want to imagine. And, and like, even then it's still unfathomable. Like nobody, yeah. th- there's no such thing as getting over it. No. And people that think there's, Oh, well, you'll be okay one day. No, you won't. I mean, and that's okay. That's okay to not be okay. So um, that's, it's just, it's just so sad. It's absolutely heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And giving a voice to the people who have passed to the other side is something that you do, but how can we, why we're still here, actually start using our voices to connect to our loved ones, to heal ourselves. Absolutely. One of the biggest, craziest things to me is when I talk to clients is that they're like, well, can you ask them a question? And I stop like, no, but you can ask them a question. I will answer however the best I can, however they can communicate with me, but don't stop talking to them. Don't feel guilty to laugh. And if you're mad at them, you can yell at them. They can take it. They're okay. I think a part of people struggling to heal is that they're like, they're just gone forever. And physically, in a sense, it may seem that way, but talk to them, laugh with them. If you see something funny, be like, oh, I see you. Like, I see the signs you're giving me. If they play music for you, acknowledge them. That will help them in their process that they're going through on the other side. And it will also help you on your process here. I definitely think everyone's born intuitive. Some people second guess it. They're afraid of it. Society wiggles it out of them. But I definitely think trusting your intuition is so important. It's so, so important. Whenever you have that nudge, listen to it, open yourself up to it, sit there for a minute. But I definitely think allowing yourself that space to have all the emotions around your individual that passed, whether it's a good day or a bad day, allowing yourself that space is such a huge part of healing. It's, it's huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's something that's hard to do when it's fresh, you know, you're just Yeah. When my dad passed away, I was just trying to stay busy and I'm the oldest. So I was trying to be there for everybody else. And it wasn't until a few months later that I actually like started, I think the grieving process because like I wasn't in the place when he first passed away. I always tell people because that first year you're numb. Everybody's like, I will, I get it. My mom passed away. My dad passed away. And for those first few months, you're just on autopilot and you're just going and you're so busy taking care of other people and making sure things are just right you are just kind of numb that first year. To me, the hardest part of grieving after someone passes is year two. That's when it sets in like, oh, they're not coming back. Oh, I was so busy last year just trying to push through. I didn't like sit in it. So yeah, year two is always harder than year one, I think, in my experience. I would agree. Yes. Mm -hmm. So most people who come to you, are they in that year two? And it's, they've been through it or do a lot of people come to you right after? I try not to work with people within the first six months of passing. If, if I know in advance, but I make a point to not know anything about my clients before they come. All I want is your contact information and the place of our meeting. I want to know as little as possible. It makes my job much easier. I've had clients whose mothers have passed away the week before show up. And I've had people who have lost someone 10, 15 years ago. It all depends where they're at and where they're ready to to have that connection. Mm -hmm. Yes. And like talking about the the school shooting and then my dad, like this is a heavy subject. Like, like, and the thing is people need to know it's okay for it to like, I, I always talk about grief as like waves in the ocean. Sometimes it comes in and it knocks you to your knees and you're like, I'm going to drown here. And then slowly it'll go back out and you're like, okay, I'm all right. You can stand up, but it definitely comes in waves. Absolutely. That's, that's how grief works. 
But yeah, this work can get very heavy very quickly. Yes. Just like that when you don't expect it. (laughs) Yes. But for me now, it's comforting to know that I can connect with him and I can, you know, get his messages. (laughs) Like we, his birthday's in the winter. And so I went to visit his grave and it was freezing cold and I could hear his voice. He's like, why are you standing out in the cold? This is ridiculous. (laughs) absolutely and that's what's so great about this is when they pass over everything just seems like it's such a different perspective and I try explaining things that like when you're here on earth like if there's a car crash 10 blocks down you can't see it coming and it seems like all kinds of stuff but up here when they've already passed over the other side their perspective is different and they're like you are going to bump that car and then that's going to, oh, this is going to be bad. Why, why are we doing this? Like, hold on. Like, just wait a second. So it's just such a different perspective on um, things. And the whole, and exactly my dad, before he passed away, he's like, I ain't trying to be buried somewhere. I don't want to be sitting down there. I don't have to go cry here. Go live for me somewhere else. He's like, yes. and it's always, it's very interesting. But I love that your dad very much like, what are you doing? <laughs> why are you out here freezing right now? Just yes. come out here when it's warm. It's fine. Yeah. Yes. That's so funny. That's so funny. Yes. I think, yeah, there is that. Sometimes you feel that guilt too for not going to visit their grave more or anything, but right. like you don't have to go to their grave to connect with them. No, not at all. I have actually told my family, I'm like, don't you dare shove me in the ground somewhere. You don't, I will haunt you all. I know the keys. Like, no, we're not doing that. Like, no, I do. we're not doing that. I want them to live and experience every day. Like go to that really cool concert, go on that cool road trip. Mm-hmm. That's how you can visit me. That's, that's how you can continue to live on for me. Not don't, don't go be sad and cry somewhere. Some rock. That's, that's not what it's about. Yes, exactly. That's not what life is about. You know, it can be hard some days to remember that. It is. It's not easy. I'm definitely not easy. I mean, my mom died eight years ago and to this day, I'll go to pick up my phone to call her and be like, well, if she answers, that's going to be a whole other problem. (laughs) So like, I totally get it. Like it's one of those things. Like, let's just, no, it's not. (laughs) Yes. I want to pause this episode for a moment to tell you all about the program I took to become a podcast manager. If you have been thinking about starting a podcast management business, then the podcast manager program from Lauren Wrighton will guide you through every step and give you the confidence to manage other people's podcasts. You can check out more details at themindsetofpodcasting.com slash sponsors. Lauren is amazing and shows everything from setting up a podcast to how to price your packages. Plus, when you join her program, you get weekly group coaching calls and a private Facebook group, so you can always get all of your questions answered. If you're ready to start your podcast management business, then head to themindsetofpodcasting.com slash sponsors. I know that you have been thinking of starting a podcast, so what has held you back from actually jumping in? So to be completely honest, like, when I'm with clients or I'm talking to a group or we're having a workshop, everybody's super like they're there because they want to hear it and they want to talk about it. My fear is if I start a podcast, I'm like, why is this girl talking about death? Why are we talking about dead people right now? So that's my big concern is that I'm not going to bring to the table what people want to discuss, but that's also part of showing up whether anybody else shows up or two that I'm working, you know, shows up for it. I still need to be able to show up. And I think that's what I'm working there currently. Yes. There's going to be people who want to hear your message, who are going through the process and like, what can I do? Like, how can I do this? And 
they're going to want to hear what you have to say. And I really think it would be cool to do a, an episode when you're having a session. Like if somebody's open to that being public. Right. Yeah. Well, like that's what I was like. I don't know if you're okay with this, but you're, like as soon as you said your dad, like I'm seeing this cool truck and we're doing this. And I'm like, I want to connect with you so bad. <laughs> so we'll have to have a conversation. Yes. Oh, I am open to having <laughs> I um, that. Yes, I am open to having one. My sister is too. She would love to do a session. Let's do it. Yes. That'll be fantastic. Absolutely. Yes. That would be great. And um, yeah, I try not to approach strangers or people I don't ask for because we never know where somebody's head's at. Like mm-hmm. you may walk, like I see these people on TV that'll walk up and to people at grocery stores. And I'm like, you don't know if today's the day. Like, don't, don't do that. I've only had a handful of times where like their spirit is pushing me. Like, if you don't, I'm going to follow you home until you go back and talk to them. But in, for the most part, I try not to, to share those unless people ask me specifically because we don't know where people's at. Yeah, that can be hard. Yeah. And, and there's some people who don't believe in the other side. So you coming up could be a confrontational moment for you that you don't want. (laughs) Yeah. One of the coolest, and to this day, I love to share her story. And she always tells me like, please tell everybody is one of my first group readings. We had about 40 people there. And the woman whose space we were at walked up to me. She's like, just so you know, I don't mind you using my space. This is my family, but I don't believe in this. I'm a very God-fearing woman. What you're doing is not God's work, but I just want to let you know I have nothing to do with this. I'm like, okay. And after four hours of watching the spirit run back and forth behind her, but it was a different face, but it was the same energy. I don't know if that makes sense. Like I knew it was the same person running back and forth, but they kept changing what they look like literally for four hours. And at the end of it, I was like, I know you don't want to talk about this, but I have to tell you that this girl behind you just is sending you so much love. And she just, it's just overwhelming. And I had to come and tell you, and she literally sat down and started sobbing. And she's like, that's my daughter. And it broke me. And we sat down and talked for an hour, just me and her and her daughter had special needs, which we talk a lot about on like our TikTok and Instagram is people with special needs that come through. And she said, every day, my daughter would go in her room and come out dressed totally wild and be like, I want to, this is what I want to wear, but she was nonverbal. So she couldn't like say it, but she communicated in her own way. And she said, every day she'd come out with like neon green fishnets and polka dot, like pink vet, like every day it was something crazy. So that's, and to this day, her daughter is one of the spirits that have stuck with me ever since. Like I, I love this girl and her mom is one of my biggest clients. She sends everybody to me. We meet once or twice a year just to catch up. So it's wild the way it works. I, I love it. It's so great. That is beautiful. Oh my gosh. I love that story. That it's is so cool. That is the best story. It, it is the best. I love her and spirit works how it's supposed to. And, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's how it all started. I don't know if people are going to be open to it. So I try to respect it and be like, unless you ask me, I'm not going to push it on you. Yeah, I think that's a good rule of thumb for just about anything, trying to push yeah. things onto people. Yeah. Boundaries. Yes. <laughs> when it's the right time, they'll reach out. Yes. Don't let me know. Yes. <laughs> so are you doing anything to like help you overcome the fear of starting a podcast? I'm, I'm like I said, I reached out to you because I was like, okay, you're like the, the, the podcast guru that I know. And everybody's like, go talk to Jillian. Let's go talk to her. So when I reached out to you, you definitely gave me the push. I created the account, but I have not taken a leap to do it and I need to do it so bad, but that's just my personal thing. I need, I'm good at like pushing other people out, but I need to like shove myself off really hard. I'm working on it. Yeah. It gets easier. The more you do it, once you record that first episode and get it out of the way, you're going to feel a lot better. 
That's how it was with TikTok too. I was like, oh, this is so awkward and weird. And then once I did it two or three times, I'm like, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. It just becomes easier. Yeah. Yeah. My first interviews, don't listen to them. They're really (laughs) (laughs) I was so stiff. I don't think I moved. I was like, (laughs) just like read the questions. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely awkward and quirky and I embraced it a long time ago. So that's just, I love that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Embrace it. So if anybody is new to this, connecting with the other side, the spiritual world. Do you have any book recommendations? Because I love reading. So <laughs> of course, Sylvia Brown is like oh. the like godmother of like, <laughs> all that do this. Like I love her. Um, James Bond Prague, of course, is great. John Edwards is great. Tyler Henry is a super in the news name right now. So if you are interested, he has two fantastic books. Um, his newest one is Here and Hereafter. I highly suggest, even if even if this work isn't for you, it's great to read and it will really, really help you with your healing. There's also, he's not really a mentalist. He's a, a visual seer. He's a trained, he, he's trained in the military. He's fantastic. John McGonigal offers some incredible classes and workshops and he has great books. It's a fantastic way to work on your intuition and trusting it and how to work it. It's really great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And do you have any favorite podcasts? I am kind of obsessed with like serial killers and murder <laughs> mystery podcasts. We yes. have a mutual friend that um, I read for her a few years ago and her father was killed by a serial killer. And for years, they all thought it was this one individual that killed him. But the first time I did a reading, he kept popping up with this particular image in the backseat of a car. And they're like, we have no clue what you're talking about. That doesn't make any sense. And over a year, year and a half, you know, time period that every time I talked to him, I was like, he's still showing me this weird toolbox in the back of his car. And finally, his her sister was listening to a serial killer podcast and come to find out the serial killer they always thought killed her father had an accomplice for a few months that hung out with him with the last name of Tool when they were driving through that area and he fit the MO of exactly how her father was killed. And as soon as we connected the pieces, well, she called her mom, her mom called me. We had a big conversation. And as soon as we had that discussion, he stopped coming through. He has not come through since then. So um, I'm obsessed with these podcasts about unsolved mysteries and crazy off the wall, like murder mysteries and serial killers, because it's crazy how these things piece together. I've got to work with some really cool missing, you know, persons cases. And it's always crazy to me the way the universe pieces together these little trinkets of things Mm -hmm. to like make all the pieces come together to fill up a picture. So I'm obsessed. (laughs) True crime podcasts are big right now. And I feel like what you do would weave into that really well if you did a few episodes like that. I will love to. It'd be so much fun. Yes. I, I, I love like true story, unsolved murder, serial killer things. It's so weird. I'm, I'm so weird. Yes. It's a big thing right now. I, I don't listen to any of them, but it's big I will right be in now. the shower and pop one on and I'm like, this is so crazy. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been a great conversation, heavy at times, but really good. I feel a little more <laughs> uplifted a little bit after all the energy that I've had today. So can you tell our listeners, how can they work with you? So I'm kind of everywhere. I'm on Instagram at Dominique.medium. I'm on TikTok by the same account. I'm on Facebook as Dominique Medium and Soul Engineering. I will gladly send you whatever links if that helps and we'll, we'll get them all out there. So 
anything at all. I'm, I'm, you can find me anywhere. <laughs> I'll put all those links in the show notes. And all those things. Yeah, all the things. Yes, go connect with Dominique. She is amazing. And I can't wait for my session. I am going to book one. Me and my sister are doing a session. I'm so excited. Yes. So thank you again for being on and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much. I hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for listening. If managing your podcast is becoming overwhelming and you are ready to hand it over to someone who will put the time and effort into it that you do, then let's chat. I have a variety of different packages to meet all of your needs. You can view all of these packages at jilliangrover.com management. My packages include editing, show notes, social media graphics, transcription, and more. We will hop on a discovery call so I can get to know more about you, your business, and your podcast. And then I will tailor a package just for you. Go to jilliangrover.com slash management to check out my packages and to book your discovery call. That's J-I-L-L-I-A-N grover.com slash management.